Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott wyden Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 33. My name is Scott wyden Kivowitz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Rachel Conley from Photoscribe. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Scott. Sounds like you have a cold. Oh, boy. Yes. My two-year-old was sick this uh, this past week, and then I caught her scratchy throat. At least I didn't get the rest of it. She was a mess. Yeah. Um, I have a but... five-year-old, and we have been sick the past six out of eight weeks, and I'm sure anyone who is a parent and listening can totally understand. Yeah. And it, and it rotates. It goes from one to another to another, and sometimes doubles up. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Well, yeah. I'm better. You're sick. But we have a really exciting topic today. Yeah. So um, today uh, we're we're going to talk about a um, like you just said a really uh, fantastic fun topic. Um, it's actually a topic about confusion, yeah. and I, I'm really I'm really hoping that uh, that we challenge ourselves to um, simplify all this confusion we're going to be talking about about WordPress and not really just uh, settings in particular, but just the perception of WordPress of why photographers think it's so difficult. So confusing, so overwhelming. When really, in the in in at the end of the day, it's really not. It's just confusing because there's so many misleading things out there. So that's that's the topic for today. The topic yeah. is, um, you know, misleading and confusions uh, for WordPress for yeah. photographers. So. And it's just Scott and I because we actually had some confusion because it's after New Year's and just before WPPI. Um, yeah. So a lot of the people that we talk to are industry leaders and very busy this time of year. Um, so we figured we'd roll with the confusion theme because we hear questions like this all the time. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So before we dive into the actual topic, let's uh, briefly touch on um, some WordPress photography-related news. And by the way, if I um, stop talking, Rachel's going to be picking up where I left <laughs> off because um, if I wind up having to cough, I'm going to mute and stuff like that. So Yeah, um, we won't you know. blow out your okay. And we should say yeah. that be- I was sick last time, but you interviewed K- Corey Potter, and it was a great episode yeah. about SEO, so definitely check that one out, too. Yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah. Um, so the first bit of news is uh, Improve Photography did a really, really in-depth, fantastic article on um, the best options for websites and tools for websites for photographers. And they talk about everything from uh, Pixie Set to Smug Mug to um, pretty much everything. And uh, what's really great is WordPress, and specifically Imagely, was was ranked, or, or I shouldn't say ranked, was recommended for most photographers. And then um, there's other recommendations for people who either can't afford that or, or need something else. So um, it's a really great article we'll link to in the show notes. Um, and and uh, Improved Photography is a great website and great, uh, they have their own podcast and, and whatnot. So um, definitely check that out. Awesome. 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 Yeah. And some of the things that we are going to talk about in this, they sort of reference on that too. So um, it might be a good resource to follow up if you have some questions yeah. after things that we talk about. So it's a good, good resource. For sure. Um, so the next um, built of news, yeah. the built-in page builder being created for a WordPress core will be called Content Blocks. That's yeah. Cool. At least... At least tentatively, um, that's that's what they're going by as they as the community is talking about the feature. It's being called content blocks. It's pretty interesting. Um, the mockups so far are very very raw. They're very basic, but the the whole premise is um, you're gonna be able to click click inside the editor when you create a new block and basically choose what content you want there, whether it's a video or a photo or uh, just a regular editor or 
you know, hopefully they'll be able to allow um, other plugins to integrate so that, for example, Next Gen Gallery could be put into a content block or something like that. Yeah. So um, it'd be re- uh, it's going to be neat. It's uh, it's going to be a definitely the WordPress way to do a page builder. Well, and I love that they're really moving towards Squarespace in terms of the the feedback of the Squarespace versus WordPress uh, conversation is always. WordPress is easier to use, easier to, to design. And these changes, which are big and little in some ways, are, are moving WordPress towards that for every person to be able to use it. Yeah. So I yeah. Think it's good. Really, really great stuff. Um, the last is uh, actually, the, oddly enough, the same announcement that I think we made news, news-wise uh, in the last one is yeah. now there's another security update for WordPress. So 4.7.1, which was the last one, uh, was a security update with, I think, eight or nine security fixes. WordPress 4.7.2, which is now out, has three more security fixes. So yeah. um, do your backups and then update. This is an important one because it's a security release. Um, it shouldn't break anything. So, uh, in fact, I think security releases are usually automatically pushed. So if you didn't automatically get the update, um, you should do it yourself. Yeah, it depends on your host, but yeah. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to go into confusion. So the most common thing we hear is the confusion between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. So we hear this all the time. And then we have a group, WordPress for Photographers, which you can come join on Facebook if you are a working photographer. Um, And that was, again, the first thing when we posted, like, what confuses you? WordPress.com versus WordPress.org. So... The .com version is a hosting platform made with WordPress, uh, but it it is a modified version. It allows you to select, it allows you to install select themes and no plugins. So while you connect a you can connect a domain to the site, it's not so it's not yourname.wordpress.com. It can be quite limiting. Um, So that that's sort of uh, what Scott wrote out, and I agree with all of it. But so WordPress.com is owned by uh, the people Automatic. who do Jetpack. Yeah, I kept thinking Correct. of Jetpack. Um, <laughs> so it's sort of like their corporate version of WordPress. They can control it. It's within a company culture. It's it's just like going to Squarespace in a lot of ways. Uh, right. WordPress.org is the software itself. It's free. You can install it on any host. You can install any version. Although, obviously, we always recommend the, the latest version. So WordPress.org is where you can download the software, themes, and plugins for free. You can then take that software and install it on your host. You have to take that software and install it on your host. Or use mm-hmm. a host which offers the one-click installs. Uh, or better yet, turnkey like Imagely. Um, the advantage of this self-hosted version of WordPress is the lack of limitation. You can install any theme, any plugin, and you can customize to your heart's desire. Now, obviously... That is the advantage, but it's also a disadvantage to people who feel really overwhelmed by it. So WordPress.com is a great place to start blogging. And we've talked a lot about Squarespace is a great place to start blogging or or even to start hosting a website. Um, The problem is Squarespace doesn't migrate to WordPress.org really easily, where WordPress.com migrates to wordpress.core with i mean wordpress.org really really easily because obviously yeah. at its core it's the same thing um so if you're a new photographer you're listening to this and you're saying i just need to start uh wordpress.com may be a great place to start but again you're not going to get the 
the perfect theme, the most customizable theme. Squarespace will give you more of that theme customization, design customization. They don't call it themes at Squarespace. But when you're ready to go to the WordPress.org, the migration is harder. So yeah, it's sort of it's a really difficult. difficult. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Although um, I think Imagely is working. I know you've worked with a couple of photographers now to really streamline the process, but it, there is no easy still, way. Yeah. No, no. I, I found ways to make it easier, but there's still a lot of manual labor to yeah. to to get it migrated. Um, and even that, with the help of, of plugins and whatnot to right. do it. And that equates to money. You know, that equates to you right. needing to find, you meaning a, a photographer moving from Squarespace to WordPress.org, needing to find someone uh, to help you with that, get you through the technical, and then, you know, pay them an hourly rate or whatever. Uh, if you're on Imagely service, you know, it's, this is where the trade-off is again. Um, so when we are talking about WordPress, we are 99.9% of the time talking about WordPress.org. So everything we talk about in the podcast, in terms of plugins, in terms of things to optimize, we are talking about WordPress.org being the self-installed on your hosting plan that you can modify to your heart's desire. Um, So that's sort of the first line of confusion that we hear. Um, Yeah, which which kind of leads into um, the next thing, which is... um, Customizers. Yeah. So when when we talk about customizers, um, there's two types of them. One is the actual WordPress customizer, and one is a theme options panel. Now, when you are um, looking, a lot of a lot of photographers that are coming from Squarespace, this is one of their first um, roads of of confusion. Yeah. Is you know how do I actually edit my 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 theme? Or if you're coming from a theme like um, Divi or Profoto or, um, I don't know. There's so many out there. Even the Photocrati theme, for example. Yeah. Has different theme options yeah, that you can change. Themes options panel. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the customizer is something that's actually part of WordPress. It's a feature of WordPress that is to, um, to change your theme, to change colors, to edit widgets and menus and do all of this great customization things while looking at the front end of your website. So it's a feature of WordPress, and it's there all the time, but not all themes utilize it. So what happens sometimes is some themes have what's called a op- theme options panel, and the customizer still shows. So somebody goes to the theme options panel, then they accidentally find the customizer, and they're like, okay, what do I do? Why is it not working? Right. Um, and that's because they're not utilizing that feature. They're utilizing their own themes options panel. So... A themed options panel is a custom-made system which is exclusive, exclusive to the theme you're using, right. and and uh, it's usually used only in the back end of the site. It's not usually used in the front end, like the WordPress customizer. Well, and so let's stop and, and back up a little bit there. So um, yep. the WordPress customizer, if you go, if you're in your WordPress dashboard and you go down and you on the left hand side, you go to appearance and then it will say themes, customize widgets, menu, etc. The second option there, customize, you click over and we'll put some screenshots in um, to our, our um, notes so you can see this. But Yep. When you go over there, it says you are customizing, and it should say your website. It'll say your active theme. It'll say your site identity, menus, widgets, static front page, additional CSS. There's, you know, again, depending on your theme, there might be different. What that allows you to do is change. When Scott's saying front end stuff, you can go into this customizer panel and change things and see what how they look in real bef- time before committing it. Right. So. Yeah. 
This yeah. is sort of the option of if you don't have a sandbox, which is the technical term for if you have a place to play and like do design changes before it goes live. Um, the other thing is, and specific to Profoto, which I know a lot of photographers use, they have a theme options panel. So this, the thing that we're talking about here, appearance customized on a Profoto theme, actually doesn't work the way you want it to. Because Profoto has built out their own customizer. So you go in and you can do things like mastheads and you can do things like how you want your blogs to do it. And you and you do that all in the theme custom the theme options panel within Profoto, which is gonna look different from Divi, which is gonna look different from another theme. Um, yeah. so this is also the place where these theme forest themes can get you into trouble. Because if you download something, it doesn't have any support, it doesn't have any theme documentation, you really have no one to quote-unquote ask for what the customizer versus the theme options panel, if there's even a theme options panel at all. Um, So what we recommend is go to your theme, make sure your theme has some kind of documentation with screenshots so that the, the, the really the hallmark of a good theme is telling you that here's how to make these customizations, whether it is through the customizer or whether it is through a theme options panel. And more time, more likely than not now, it's going to be through the customizer versus the theme options panel. Right. Well, right. We're, the WordPress community is trying to make that the standard because, um, you know, always coming back to the whole Squarespace thing, one of the things is, People in Squarespace are used to their Squarespace's version of the customizer, which happens to look very similar to the WordPress customizer. So when they come over, they're looking for how to do that. And, you know, WordPress is 27% of the internet. Um, Squarespace is a tiny fraction. A lot of people are starting to move from Squarespace back to WordPress. And they want to be able to have that consistency. And the only way to have the consistency is using what is part of WordPress, which is the customizer. Um, So so Scott... Scott wrote out yeah. this, and I want to read it because I think it's important. So It's a little little scenario that yeah. I kind of made up. <laughs> it's like a use case. All right, so yeah. you're a photographer with a brand new website. You picked a theme from XYZ and installed it on your site. You've spent a couple days tweaking the options panel to your liking. You've added your branding, color scheme. You've dropped the sidebar, some pages from not all. Fast forward two years later. Your business has grown, evolved, and is ready for a fresh website design. So you change themes to ABC. But when viewing your site, you notice that all of your settings, brandings, and whatnot have been removed. You go to find the new themes options panel and notice there is none, and you wonder, how do I customize this theme? You get a little annoyed because, you know, you're lied to, you're frustrated, you consider leaving WordPress for Squarespace, you hear that it's easier, prettier, etc. And how many of you and, and can, can relate to that, right? But in reality, Squarespace is worse for your website and for your photography business and the customized panel, the thing we were just talking about, which has replaced a lot of these theme option panel, if you haven't updated your site or your theme in a couple years, uh, is very similar to the Squarespace one. So the reason a lot of people move to Squarespace is for ease of design. WordPress understood that. They're making changes. The reason that a lot of people are coming back from Squarespace is because the SEO in Squarespace, no matter what you do, isn't as good as the... Uh, SEO in WordPress in terms of staying current, making sure the options are there, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, yeah. the reason for the confusion is because the right way to build the theme is to use the WordPress customizer. But again, WordPress being so open, there are a thousand ways that people have built their themes. Um, so for many reasons, uh, the WordPress customizer allows consistency across all themes 
Branding typically remains when changing themes. That's a big thing. Meaning you could have theme A, and because it was all done in the customizer, theme B could go on, and you wouldn't lose your branding options. Um, it's easy to backup settings via customizer backup plugin. That's interesting, Scott. Does that does it backup in a normal backup? Like it's like a um, XML file, basically. Okay. Kind of like backing up your Yoast SEO settings or you know things like that. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good to know. Um, you can edit settings on the front end for real-time results. That's what I was talking about before, meaning you can be in the customizer making changes. They don't automatically go live until you commit them. So that's nice. You can play around a little bit. Um, it removes confusion while changing themes on how to change settings, and that's the biggest thing, the biggest reason it happens. Um, and then using a customs option panel adds additional code, which is unnecessary. So this is the... Uh, the hardest thing with things like Divi and Profoto is because of those custom custom options panel, they are bigger themes. They are, you know, the the, the change from Profoto 5 to Profoto 6, which is now responsive, and we highly recommend if you're on Profoto 4 or 5 that you move up to Profoto 6 because it is responsive. But it took them a long time to create that, the, the, the functionality to get there because of this additional code and working within WordPress and yada, yada. Um, Um, so, uh, another, another example of this is, uh, I was recently asked to look at a theme for somebody. And when I installed it, I noticed I was told to install a theme specific plugin, which is fine. Um, so I did cause it was free and I, you know, I'm trying supposed to be looking at this for somebody and, I noticed that a page-specific panel appeared when that plugin was active. And some of the features that were inside of this page panel that was created by this themes plugin was something as simple as changing a page template. And I was wondering, why is this developer trying to reinvent the wheel? When WordPress has a page template system built in, why are they making somebody install a plugin to do something that WordPress does by default? Right. And that is another area where there's confusion because somebody is misleading, you know, end users saying, hey, the only way that you can change your page template is by installing our theme specific plugin. When really it should have been coded better and that page that that page template should have been using the WordPress page template system. Right. And that would have solved the confusion. Well, and even I'm sure out there listening to this, it's a lot of words, you know, I mean, I know I'm a visual person, so I would need screenshots to say like, okay, that's what you're talking about versus that's what you're talking about. I think the main takeaway as you listen to this is if there are additional things that you need in a specific theme that aren't built in, that aren't part, like, so the chances are it's already part of WordPress core. So why are they asking you to do it? So that's right. like the first sort of yellow flag of, okay, is this really the theme that I want? Is this theme going to give me the longevity that I need? Um, the other thing is make sure the theme has support documentation, whether or not you use it ever, or, you know, just to go in and make sure like, okay, they've answered their support tickets. They have some PDFs online about how to use these things. Because you can go to Theme Forest and you can spend $49 on a theme and it absolutely doesn't work and it takes you 100 hours of, you know, trying to configure it in frustration. And so in that respect, while you only paid $49, how much is that 100 hours of your time or when you reach out to a consultant? So this is sort of the confusion that we're trying to avoid for you guys is that there are uh, there are 
uh, already things in WordPress that are there that are just like Squarespace. Um, it's the themes and the options that make it really confusing. So hopefully yeah. we didn't confuse you more. But <laughs> <laughs> And speak, speaking of theme forest, this kind of leads into the next point of confusion. Yeah. Um, so often photographers that buy a theme from theme forest, they see that how pretty it is and, and they're ready to use it on their photography site and they go to install it. And then they get this sort of vanilla blank, looking drabby theme that just kind of looks like it was from the early 90s. And and they're wondering, why does it not look like the demo did on ThemeFars? Yeah, I struggle with this a lot. I, I've installed yeah. a couple um, for myself personally, and they require short codes to get where you need it to be. And you have to download right. dummy data from where they are, and then you have to you know modify the dummy data. So, you know, you can have, you can be searching and see this beautiful theme, and then when you actually go to install it, the customizations, again, the things you need to do are are almost overwhelming. Like, wait, I, I have to do this. And then you read, I mean, I know I personally read through that support documentation because, you know, I've gone through all the checklists. This is a theme that has support documentation. It doesn't require a plugin to install. But so we're just saying there are a lot of, a lot of things out there to just sort of be wary of like it's not just okay i love the theme downloaded etc etc right uh, so, so there are products that make this process similar yes uh they, yeah there's um there's for example the x theme which is very popular yeah. among photographers and on theme from theme forest um they've got a features where you can literally with a click of a button uh it'll handle importing and creation of your site based on one of their templates and uh, it'll actually import the dummy content. In fact, it actually overrides your existing content if you have stuff there already. Yeah. Um, so be be you know be mindful of that. Um, but so they make it easy to set up their theme the way that they just you know um, show you in their demos. Um, Imagely, we've got import files for um, for the widgets, and we have import files for dummy content, and those two files will you know bring your site to look exactly like our themes, but our hosting, we actually set it up for you. Right. So it's all done. Um, so there's companies like, like Imagely, like X theme and many others that are actually starting to simplify the process. Um, if I you like, want to learn more. Okay. Yeah. I like graph paper press too. It's another one that I found a while ago. I haven't used them recently, but I mean, in a lot of these cases, you're going to pay more for the theme, but you know why you're paying more for the theme because you're saving time in the long run. Um, and yeah. you're paying for the, team dynamics that they have to create these themes and to make it fit in with WordPress. Yeah. Um, go ahead. So if, if you want to learn more about um, uh, this whole concept of the themes not looking the way they do, where you change themes and, and all your content is gone, you see short codes and that kind of confusion that always happens. Um, Nancy Nardi, who we had on the, uh, on the, on the podcast. Great. Yeah. So she started a new um, um, side company. Um, called Be Mido, be, be Mindful of Your Domain. Um, uh, and we'll link to this in the show notes, but she just did a really, really great sort of case study uh, with video um, well outlined on this whole issue. And so we'll link to the show notes. Make sure you watch that if this is one of those areas of confusion that you have. Yeah. Because she, uh, she definitely talks about this a lot. And I think Googling and, it too, um, there's a lot of, conversation about it it's hard to relate it to spe specifically to photographers um yeah. so nancy's at b b e dot my m y d o so b e dot m y d o um and yeah highly recommend 
and WordPress 4.7 has made it easier for developers to pre-configure a theme during install, so hopefully that'll, even if a theme isn't, uh, you know, 100%, at least you won't have to, like, install dummy data and things right. like that to get where you see in the demo part of it. Um, yeah, so so what they did is, um, and I, I don't I haven't seen any themes taking advantage of this yet, but it is a new feature, so slowly. Basically, um, when you're installing a theme, you sh- I believe you have an option to set it up for you, and it'll set up a menu, your widgets, um, and I'm not sure what else, but basically, uh, maybe it might even actually fill in with some with some dummy like content, um, like text and some placeholder images and stuff like that. So, which I know for um, me, because I'm not a developer and I know only enough code to be dangerous that. If something is there, like if there's menu items, I can modify them. But having right. to create the menu items and like start from zero, that's really hard. And I know that a lot of uh, photographers have the same issue too. Like if it's there, you can change it, you can fill in your data. But if you have to even create it from scratch, that's where you know the confusion can really lie. So all of this kind of funnels into, we've been talking about WordPress.com versus WordPress.org versus Squarespace. We've talked about theme specific, but... There are confusion specifically around photographers and how we are sold uh, our website. Your website is your storefront, so it, it's a huge, important part of your business, especially in today. Um, now, so there's some kind of confusions when companies like Smug Mug um, uh, and Good Gallery, although Good Gallery is kind of like an in-between, but they tell their customers to use WordPress a, as a blog. When everything that we talk about, WordPress can and we really believe that it should be your entire photography site. So your homepage, your contact page, your blog page should all be under one WordPress sort of backend panel. And what that does is it helps link it for SEO. Google likes it a lot more, yada, yada, yada. I mean, there's a thousand good benefits. So um, the other uh, sort of case study here is, is show it telling their customers they're building a WordPress site via show it. Um, it might be true. It's not a full WordPress site. So your homepage isn't necessarily WordPress, but your blog pages, it's all on the same server. It's all in the same place. Um, so that's kind of the workaround. But the problem yeah. is if you ever choose to leave show it, uh, it's hard to understand to then go to a regular WordPress site. So part of it is understanding what really is WordPress, what is a hybrid, um, and what are you know photography-specific industries Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Do you want to explain that better, Scott? <laughs> so yeah, I mean the 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 main issue here with the at least on the show it side is they have beautiful designs, right? I'm not yeah. going to deny it. Their, their designs are great. The sites load really fast. Um, they, they do a great job. The problem is, and specifically related to misleading and confusion, is that they're giving you a WordPress blog, which, as we've already said, WordPress is more than just a blog; it's a full website. But when you want to change that, you have to do it from the show it side, not the WordPress side. Right. So they're teaching you, you've got a WordPress site, but that's not how you edit it. Right. You edit it from show it. That's misleading. That's confu- that's confusing for the photographer because really, if you're going to sell them a WordPress site, they should be logging into a WordPress site. Well, because that way they use, know what they're working with. Right. If you're going to use WordPress. And again, show it is a great solution for many uh, customers, it, 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 they are beautiful. They have a great team behind them. Yeah. So, you know, this is just uh, understanding and weighing all your options. Um, companies like Smug Mug and Good Gallery, the reason we named them before is because they're 
their your website part, the smug mug or the good gallery part is totally different from WordPress. They don't say that it's on WordPress. And then they say that if you want a blog, you need to have a self-hosted WordPress blog. So right. right there, you're already in two different places. So your WordPress in this situation is only the blog, and then you have a separate engine, whatever it may be, operating your uh, wor- your website part, your homepage, your contact. And to Google, those are two totally different websites. So it doesn't matter how much SEO your blog is generating by blogging consistently or creating content, your website is still in a different place. So making those connections yeah. is so much harder. So you're building SEO for two sites and you're you're really just doing double the work when if you had one WordPress site, all the work that you do in any area is all connected and all goes together, right? Yeah. And I mean, we are my, oversimplifying my recomm- it, right? I mean, there's a yeah. thousand different variables, but this is really the crux of the confusion. So my recommendation for anyone who's using um, a good gallery as their website that try to get them to make your WordPress blog, your domain.com slash blog. So that way Google actually sees it as one site, even though technically it's two. If it's a subfolder, um, Google will actually see it as, as the same site. If it's a subdomain or if it's a separate domain, Google looks at it as separate sites. That's um, good to know. It, yeah, if you're using SmugMug, you have no choice but to do a separate domain or subdomain. Um, if you're using ShowIt, my recommendation is try to convince them to have their own blog so they don't confuse you more. Um, you know, but... Well, and again, like know, these are all companies that we live in the space with, we have yeah. belief in, there are uh, uses for everyone, and, and it really right. is what you... But what we get questions on is my WordPress blog... Okay, we'll stop right there. Why isn't WordPress your whole site? Because I have X, Y, and Z for other tools. Okay, well, in order to use those other tools to the best of their advantage, and they all have advantages, uh, make sure that if you, you know, you're really understanding the WordPress side of it so that you can go back and ask these questions Um, or ask us these questions. You know, when we're happy, we've, I've seen all platforms, I've blogged on all platforms. Um, it's just really the confusion around it that we're trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. So since so many themes and companies and plugins and everything do things so differently, there's no standardization. But although WordPress has a standard, themes and plugins, all these companies are not always following it. Right. And that's why confusion exists. There's a, there's the upside to WordPress is that you can do whatever you want. It's a, it's software. It's an application. You can literally do whatever you want. The downside is you can do literally whatever you want. (laughs) Right. Right? So, um, when, when you can do whatever you want as a developer, um, you can create your own standard, but if it doesn't follow the WordPress standard, it's going to cause this confusion using the customizer versus using a theme option pedal. And remember, we're photographers, so we have unique needs around our images and image sizing. We're going to have larger images and more images than a plumber or a real estate agent or uh, a travel agent. Or, I mean, there are specific themes for those applications that follow totally different standards that are industry standards, right? So it's not only thinking about the WordPress standard, but it is also thinking about the industry standard. And when you're out doing research and when you're out looking at things, I mean, I think the reason Squarespace is such a big competitor in this, in our industry, in the photography industry, is because it does display the images beautifully. 
Now it doesn't rename them. You don't have the SEO benefits of putting the alt tags and the keywords in unless you do that manually, where WordPress has a more automated process. So again, these are the industry uh, standards. Uh, so we're, when you're out searching, understand that WordPress has unlimited capabilities. But if you find themes and developers and companies that, that try to follow the WordPress core, then they understand that WordPress is going to change and that their themes and, and products will grow as long as they're following the WordPress core. And then to find uh, things in the WordPress space that are also built for photographers and photography and selling images and selling to clients, um, then you're even sort of reducing that big pool of WordPress down even more, and that's only going to help in your searches. Um, and then if worse comes to worse, we're always here for a resource. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess the, the last thing that I want to say before we uh, wrap up is, you know, confusion exists. We know this, <laughs> right? We know this. We've, the, we've had a whole now a whole episode about it. But it comes across as difficulty when it's really WordPress in reality, is not difficult. Right. It's like any other software. I mean, you open up Fundy software, which is fantastic, and it's the leading in, of, of its kind in the industry. It's confusing when you just open it up, <laughs> right? But they have but, great tutorials, a great support forum. Exactly, you can ask your friends. Exactly. And once you get the hang of it, you're like, oh my goodness, how did I ever think this was hard, right? Right. What we're, we're proposing I mean, if, if you can use Lightroom... Right. <laughs> or yeah, Photoshop. If, if you can use Lightroom, if you can use Photoshop then you could use WordPress. Yeah. Um, and as more companies begin following the standards created by the WordPress community, confusion will be reduced. And it's a matter of you being a user of WordPress in the community, because this is open source, you've got a voice. Right. You can shape the future of WordPress and you can make it not difficult right. or less difficult or less confusing. You could chime in and say, you know, the customizer is not as pretty as Squarespace. Well, Tell, tell the community how to improve it. Give your ideas. Do some mock-ups. Hey, you know how to use Photoshop. Do some mock-ups. <laughs> and you can make the customizer easier because you are part of this open source community. And that's and, really great because there's always the local meetups. Somebody was asking yeah. me, like, well, how... Because I said exactly the same thing. You know, the great part about WordPress is, like, you can go in and you can contribute. How do I do yep. that? Well, you know, in Pittsburgh, there's a local meetup. In Boston, in L.A., yep. in Boise, Idaho. I mean, there's literally WordPress meetups in most cities across the U.S. and even across yep. the world now. So yep. you don't have to be a developer to go to those. You can be a user and you can be a photographer. And in some ways, the insight that you can offer those developers is almost invaluable because they only think of things in their lens, which is coding and websites and web standards where your lens, being a photographer, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, is different. But the the WordPress needs to work for you as well as work for them, right? Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right. That was um, our preaching. We won't do it again. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, if you've enjoyed this episode, this topic, if you've enjoyed any of the, any of the previous episodes, hopefully you've listened to or watched uh, some of the previous episodes, we'd really appreciate it if you uh, went to iTunes, to the podcast store or section, search for uh, the WordPress Photography Podcast, or just search for Imagely, we'll come up that way too. And leave us a, a good review uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast um, and and you know, we're always open to, to feedback. We're always open to topic ideas and things like that. Please join us in the WordPress for Photographers Facebook group because 
a lot of our topic ideas also come from the conversations there too. Yeah, and we have a lot of um, developers so, in there, so again, they can answer yeah. those questions. Um, every tenth episode, I, this is thirty-three, so it's yep. kind of an off episode for it just to be Scott and I. But every tenth episode, we do a Q and A where it's Scott and I answering questions that we have gathered from photographers. So that's another good place to start because maybe they will have a question that you have too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so in the next episode, we uh, it, it'll will be Rachel and I again, <laughs> but it'll be a very special episode because um, Rachel's company Photoscribe is now a part of Shoot Dot Edit. Yes, which is. We, we had Jared on, I think, early episode, like five or so. Yep. Um, and we and, sort of uh, teased this before, but the announcement went out uh, this week where we're recording it on January 28th, and it was announced on the 24th. So Photoscribe is now a shoot.edit company, and that has opened up huge things in for the ability for me to help other photographers blog and then um, for outsourcing as a whole for photographers. But yeah, so yeah. we'll get into that. Yes, yeah, so we're going to have a whole episode about this because it's, it's really great for the industry. Um, so um, with that, uh, thank you, Rachel, um, for so- sort of taking the reins on this one. My throat thanks you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, you can find the show notes from today's episode at imagely.com slash podcast slash 33. Until next time. Bye. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.